Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. Brought to you by Aqua Systems and GAF Roofing. And now, here's your host, Rich Horace. Hey, good Saturday afternoon, everybody. Rich Orris here, and thank you for listening today, and thank you for your faithful following of not only my show, but 97.1 FM in general. So today, we can answer any questions that you might have about your home with twice the advice, yes, myself and my guest from Mosby, home consultant Kevin Marler is with me today, and you know, he came from the field, through the ranks, graduated with honors, and is ready to help you, the listener, with anything you need around your house today with me. Call in now with any questions about your home. Inside or out, we can get it all. You can find us both right here at 314-241-9797 or from far away, 866 455 9797. And on tap today, you know, we're going to get to know Kevin a little bit. We're going to talk about his position here at at Mosby Building Arts. Um, We plan to touch on some windows and doors, um, what's best, what's proper. Find it all out right here. Um, We'll also go on the road, not only with Rich, but with Rich and Kevin. So you can hear about a hundred year old finished attic space. And, you know, that client's ideas of how to get some better attic ventilation and, you know, find out the advice that we gave uh, that client. Um, you can also stick with me for all of that right here and my right at home hack. So how to mask smells from your bathroom with the toilet paper roll. That's right. That's exactly what you heard. You can make your bathroom smell better with the toilet paper roll. Very simple smack dab right here in the middle of the show check out my hack you do not want to miss that one for sure so one last time today is your day call in with any questions about your home from the foundation to the roof get a hold of myself and my guest kevin we've got you covered for the next 60 minutes right here 314-241-9797 or 866-455-9797 9797. And now I would love to introduce my fellow my, my fellow uh, Mosby sales consultant, friend, and understudy, Kevin Marler. Hey, Kevin, 
Great to have you here. How are you doing today? Doing great, Rich. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, no problem. Awesome. I, I You know, I appreciate you uh, taking some time out on a Saturday and coming in and, you know, doing what we do all week long. Um, kind of the same thing. Just try and help out, see if we can get some good advice, maybe answer some questions and do some really great, wonderful things for some people. So, um, I always like to kind of start out just getting to know, you know, you, the person, the man, the myth, um, what you've done, and uh, maybe have a little fun with it too. But for starters, can you just kind of give us a little background on how you got started, you know, in the remodeling industry as a whole? Absolutely. Yeah, it, for me, it really started at an early age. I have a, a couple of uncles. Um, that were building contractors. One has since passed on. I was real close with him. And then a cousin who's also a building contractor. And I, you know, I used to hear those guys talk about the, the type of work that they, that they did. And I've seen some examples of their work over the years. And I was just always sort of in awe of what they created and wondered, you know, how anyone could do that. So I've always had an interest in it and I've, I've dabbled in that thing, you know, started dabbling in that at a fairly young age. And, I've, you know, I've worked with construction crews and done my own remodeling projects. And one thing just kind of morphed into another and eventually went on to work as a uh, ASHE certified home inspector for several years. And that ultimately led to Mosby, you know. Awesome. That is, that is really good. And, you know, that's what a lot of us find is, you know, we've all kind of came through. We usually had some relatives, you know, stuff like that. My father worked in the industry, kind of got started with him. It's the same for most of us. Um, so let's, um, before we get into your your new role here at Mosby, let's let's have a little fun and let's do some some lightning round questions if you're up for it and just see some of the different either or and some things that you prefer and and like around, you know, St. Louis and, and just, you know, things that you enjoy. Absolutely. Um, let's do it. So uh, let's start off with uh, your night owl or an early bird? Up at five and out by 10. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, legal pad or iPad? iPad. Definitely. Dogs or cats? Dog guy all the way. Beach or the mountains? Which? Mountains. Awesome. So this is one of my favorites here, thin crust or deep dish? Uh, thin crust. What about barbecue or Mexican? I do not discriminate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so sour or sweet? Uh, How do you like your treats? Uh, a little sour. Awesome. So um, what's, uh, let's do some favorite things here. So uh -huh. what's your favorite snack? Uh, chips and guacamole. It's almost a nightly thing. Oh, nice. Uh, season, your favorite season. Uh, autumn. I love the fall. Cool. Color? Blue. Awesome. And what's your favorite summer activity? What do you do when it's warm out and have fun with the family? Man, I have to tell you, I have two nephews who are just awesome. Uh, Ethan and Garrett, if you're listening, they're uh, both really good baseball players. And any chance I have on the weekends, love to watch those guys. Sweet. That's awesome. All right, let's get into some fun St. Louis attraction stuff here. So this is this would be my wife's probably favorite question. Fritz's or Ted Drew's? Man, I'm going to get in trouble with this one. I've been to Ted Drew's numerous times. I honestly have never been to Fritz's. So <laughs> I, so we'll say Fritz's. See, we live right by Fritz's out in O'Fallon, so we're far from Ted Drew's. So easy answer for us. Gotcha. Um, Cardinals or Blues? 
You know, that's like asking a parent to admit who their favorite kid is. I <laughs> love them both. Awesome. All right. If you're running around, would you rather be at the Arch or the City Museum? Uh, let's go for the City Museum. What about uh, Grant's Farm or the Magic House? Grant's Farm. All the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Botanical Garden or Zoo? Zoo. I'm an animal guy. You, you can probably tell it by now. Uh, awesome. Um, so who do you admire most? In uh, a person, probably my mom. She has a um, <clears throat> she has a work ethic that's just unmatched. And then uh, my late paternal grandpa, just an awesome guy. Awesome. So, and if you could travel, just go anywhere in the world. Where would you go? Put me on a trout stream somewhere in New Zealand. I'm a happy guy. <laughs> and uh, I think I probably know this one, but what's your hidden talent? I'm going to totally throw you for a curveball. Uh, oh. You know, I have a bit of a green thumb, Rich. Oh, you were going to really? think guitar player, though, weren't you? I was, yeah. 100%. I got to tell you, um, I had a bag. I had a Ziploc bag full of little cherry tomatoes I was going to bring you, and I forgot and left it on the counter. My wife's got all these tomato plants out back, and she picked like 80-something cherry tomatoes awesome. yesterday. So green thumbs, not with me. I suspect I'll see those on my desk Monday morning. Yeah, I'll be I'll be tracking them down, which is probably picking another 80 here today. So, <laughs> hey, that was awesome. That was fun. I love doing that stuff with everybody. And we're going to jump into our first break here. But if you are out there, if you need something, if you have a question about your home, get us both. Get twice the advice. Two heads are always better than one. Right now, 314-241-9797. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, perfect. You heard the man. You've got the number. You know that we're both here, myself and Kevin Marler, here for your advice Answer anything you got going on around your house, inside, up, down, all around, foundation to roof. We have it for you today. So feel free to give us a call. And uh, so, so Kevin, I want to let's let's start out just with your your latest role. Then we can kind of work backwards on how you know field and the Sam's project and all that type of stuff. But you know, um, so so the latest role here you do with Mosby, basically the exact same thing I do, but can you kind of uh, just explain that role briefly here to the listeners so they understand what are we doing out there? Yeah, Rich, for me, it's real simple. You know, when, when we receive a call from a homeowner uh, and I'm asked to, to visit their home to discuss whatever it is, whether it's a remodel project or a water leak, you know, uh, roof replacement, whatever, uh, my job starts out, you know, looking at the situation, seeing exactly what it is, and, you know, I'm an intent listener. Um, you know, we, we discuss what the project is, different options for it. Um, I serve as an advisor and ultimately as a partner with the homeowner. Um, and, you know, my, my goal is to set the wheels in motion for whatever the repair is, whatever the uh, project is as a whole, to put the proper people in place, set the wheels in motion, uh, so the project um, ultimately is the is a complete success when it's when it's done. It's exactly what the homeowner called us to to take care of in the first place. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so so now I think you know um, let's get into my segment. Usually on the road with Rich, but today we can be on the road with Rich and Kevin because you are actually um, you know with me on this, and we went together. Um, very complicated issue. And, you know, kind of like I was just saying earlier, you know, two heads are better than one. We come together all the time to help each other out, to give advice. You know, one of my favorite things about Mosby is um, what we call our deep bench, you know, well over a hundred people. So everybody's done everything. We probably know everything there is to know collectively. It's just a matter of how do we get that information together so, um, you know, we, we tap each other all the time on the shoulder for, hey, what about this? What about that? How do I, you know? Um, so this particular, you know, client um, had a very kind of, you know, attic ventilation situation. He was looking to improve 100-year-old home, finished attic space. So can you kind of just describe, you know, that first visit a little like what he what was he after and and what was he trying to achieve and how was he trying to achieve that yeah he had done a lot of a uh, lot of research on his own very very intelligent guy and uh, but essentially the home was built in 1906 uh, it did not have any eaves no overhangs uh, so there were no yeah. soffits no intake air um, 
and essentially what was happening is the roof deck was cooking. Uh, that that situation can create a lot of issues. It can cause the the roof to wear out quicker. Um, the the deck, like I said, it can cause the the roof decking itself to wear out. Uh, mold, air quality issues, all types of things can happen. And one other uh, situation that what was occurring in this instance was that it was an all brick home, and with there no being no eaves all the water would run down the side of the home. And this has been going on for years. Well, that water seeps into the brick, into the mortar. During the winter months, it freezes. And when it freezes, it expands somewhat. And it starts spalling off the brick. Yeah. It starts wearing out, you know, the brick lentils. For any of our listeners that don't know what brick lentils is, it's it's uh, basically uh, steel angle iron above. And it supports all of the brick uh, above windows and door openings, that type of thing. Um, those were failing. It, it was just creating a lot of issues for them essentially so getting um so so getting overhangs on the house would be kind of like killing two birds with one stone you can create an area to get air into the attic space um, and that's the best place to get it in at there's other solutions there's other ways um, but then also it'll kind of help protect some of that brick from not wind-driven rains, obviously, but the straight rains, the normal rains that we get, you know, 70% of the time, it would it would definitely help lo- lengthen the life of any of that mortar and stuff that he was looking to correct. But, you know, what I really found inter- interesting, and this is what we kind of do and advise all the time, was his thought of approach of is there a way to get, you know, the air he needs there above the, the actual sheeting of the roof and maybe putting insulated panels on and, you know, having them raised up a bit so the air can flow underneath it and, you know, really came up with some very interesting ideas. But, you know, I, I remember really describing how it would be to figure a system like that out because it's very unconventional. Um, and it's, you know, how do you attach that? How do you make sure it doesn't blow off you know, and, and you can, if, if just anybody comes to your roof and starts screwing another layer on or something, well, you get the right windstorm and this thing could wind up down the street. I mean, we've seen, you know, hurricane force winds that blow the whole roof right off the house and you can, as it's floating away, you can see all the trusses and everything. So, you know, that was really our biggest concern with, you know, the, the approach he was kind of thinking about was take these insulated panels extend them off the roof of the house, but then attach them to the roof. And I'm like, man, we need some engineers. You know, we yeah. need some we need some people to really figure something like that out if we wanted to get into it. And, you know, in the end, I think the thought was more, it could probably cost more in the end to design and figure and do all that than rather just conventionally tearing into everything and doing some framing and creating what we need. In theory, it was a great idea. He was basically um, just looking to flip the uh, repair that that we had suggested. Uh, Our repair option would have been to take the ceiling out, put up foam baffles, spray foam on the backside of those, create an air channel between the roof decking, and that's where you get your airflow. He was basically flipping it to where he would do it on the top side of the roof, like you said, and it's just, you know, how do you attach that? It, It just... Yep. Open up some additional questions. And I remember explaining to him, too, that I I actually have done that before under a different circumstance that, you know, we had a very old, very historic building, and it was a concrete roof. 
and it had slate on it before and people tried to change it. Someone put literally, honestly put plywood over the slate and put asphalt shingles on top of that. Um, didn't attach very well, didn't hold very well, had some problems with that. And of course the asphalt shingles would heat up and wear out. I mean, you're on top of concrete that just radiates heat. Mm -hmm. And then you've got this slate that isn't going to stop heat. And then you've got, you know, no ventilation in your plywood and your, you got your shingles just cooking. So they were, roof was going dead in like 10 years. So we actually did exactly like what we were talking about. And we did, you know, bolted on some four by four stuff, raised everything up, created the ventilation between the concrete and the plywood, get some air in there, get it breathing, get some vents high and low and, and got that to a system. But we had architects and engineers involved in how does this system not just disconnect from the concrete? You know, how often do we need a lag bolt? You may think it feels tight, but man, you, you know, people that understand wind loads and you know, how it's going to affect the building is, is crucial in a circumstance like that. So, mm -hmm. but you know, it was, it was a really cool, really fun, interesting call. I love challenges like that and, and trying to, you know, figure that out. And, and that's where the advisor in us really gets to come out and play that role really well. Those are the ones that really make you grow in, in yeah. your role as a consultant for sure. Yep, absolutely. And, and, you know, that's something that, you know, Myself being here at Mosby for so long and, you know, helping educate and advise and, um, you know, just pass down the mission and the vision and, and helping people out. Um, I love the way Scott Mosby, the whole company, all the managers, they really know and understand this role of, you know, passing that down, doing the right thing when you do the best thing. And, and, you know, like you were saying about him, education, you know, he did a lot of research. He did a lot of work. He was, I, th I believe he was an engineer or something Electrical like that. Electrical engineer. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so, you know, do your homework. Having, you know, an advised client is so much better. And, you know, the people that don't want their clients to know anything just don't know any better. And when you teach them and when you let them learn and when they understand, you're just a hundred times better off and getting the right thing. So, hey, we're going to get into our middle break here. I'm having a great time with you, Kevin. I appreciate you being here. And Likewise. When we come back right after this, will be my hack. Don't miss out on that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? 
then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's now time for Rich's Right at Home Hack. All right, here we go. Right at Home Hack. You're going to love this one. You know, just a real simple way um, to use your toilet paper to freshen your bathroom every time that you use it. And this is really super simple, you know, and, and the secret to to doing this now doesn't have to rely on lighting a candle or spraying chemicals into the room, any of that. This is real super easy with your existing toilet paper roll. Basically, just get some essential oil. Um, any scent works, but we would recommend a citrus scent because that seems to, you know, overpower the odors best with, with like lemon or something like that. Take the roll, place about five, six drops of that oil inside the cardboard toilet paper roll on the inside and voila look at that you have this scent in your bathroom and the easiest thing in the world is you don't have to do nothing until you go to change that to a new roll because as you use it it's just going to spin it's going to resend reactivate those oils out into the air so it's like a, a timer thing every time you go to use the bathroom very simple very easy great great thing to do in your guest bathroom. So if you want to hear this hack again or any of my weekly hacks, you can find them all on my social media pages every single week. Simply search Rich Oris Mosby for Facebook or at Rich Oris for Twitter. You'll find them all there. We're going to get back to the regular programming here with uh, Kevin Marler with me today and, you know, having a blast and a great time with that for sure. And, you know, I think, Kevin, it's because you do the same thing and because, you know, we help each other out and, and we're on the same team, it's, this is just exciting for me because I get, you know, I know it, I live it, I understand it, and I know the good that, that you know, we both produce out there as, mm -hmm. as we're, you know, out and about and doing everything, you know, that we do for all our clients. So I love doing that. But what I'd love to do is, you know, let's go back in time a little bit and let's, get um let's talk about the past here with Mosby a little bit because you know one of the things to me you know the field I came from the field too I was a project manager I ran these jobs I bought them out I did all this stuff so I know it I love it I get that too it's in my heart you know the of doing all of that but so um you started out here in the field and then actually went on and kind of did our, our Sam's, you know, department for a little bit. Um, so can you just maybe um, touch on, you know, working in the field here, training, different things like that, working as a team, you know, can you just touch on how that kind of differs or, or was different from all the other working on your own or other companies and stuff that you'd worked for in the past? You know, when I when I reflect back on all of that, um, I just going this is going back years. But, you know, how common is it that, you know, you're you're a young person on a on a construction site and I've seen this myself where, you know, the 
the supervisor, the contractor will will get you started on a project and then they leave and you don't see them for the rest of the day. And when they show up, you know, it's like, oh, you didn't do this right. And then that's about the extent of it, right? So you spend the next day fixing something. Well, with, with Mosby, you're, you're kind of taken by the arm and shown the Mosby way to do things, which is the right way to do things. We don't cut corners, um, but you have a lot of guidance along the way, a lot of people you can lean on. Um, it's just um, it's, it's, a, it's a great environment to work in because if, if you – um, if you want a career where you can have a future, it's not just a job. You want to move up through the ranks and really learn a good trade. I can't think of a better place to to work. Yeah, yeah, and you know, so I could tell a little story real quick about working in the field um, years ago, and and I was a project manager at the time, but I was on a a different um, job site, just helping out framing a roof, um, a very complicated hip roof. So I was sent there to uh, jump in, help out and get this roof framed. And I was listening to the actual project manager of the project talk to one of the laborers on the ground. And, you know, he the laborer was asking a question. They were demoing some siding and taking stuff off the side of the house. And there was a cut in the bandboard of the floor that they found when they got all the siding and everything off. And he asked that project manager, you know, oh, wow, that board's like been cut, like really weird. Should we remove that and replace it? You know, does anything need to happen with that? And he, he kind of, he didn't answer it very well, basically laughed a little bit and said, don't worry about it. It's perfectly fine. You just don't understand it. We'll leave it in. And, um, which I was like, yeah, you, you just answered your own question. He doesn't understand it. And so he, he had left to, to do his other things. And, and at lunchtime, I came down and I grabbed that labor and I said, hey, come here, let's look at this. And I explained to him why they put relief cuts in the band board, what it meant, why we would keep it, you know, that sort of thing. Why would we even do it during building the project? And he was like, oh, well, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, you know, that I, I didn't I didn't realize that. And I was like, well, yeah, no, and, and the project manager should have done a much better job of training you. And I can tell you um, that person that I talked with is a consultant now. Um, wow. And um, that project manager did not last with us more than a couple years or so that I was there that and he ended up moving on. So. You know, and that's the thing is, you know, not everybody knows and understands and not everybody wants that role and not everybody has the personality for that role and not everybody wants to teach that role, you know, in, in, in the field and everything else. And, or they think they don't have time or they're too busy, or I don't know if it might be some arrogance or whatever, but you know, it it is a great environment and it, and it really bodes well for really great jobs getting done and all of that. So, um, so, Hey, we've got, uh, Steve online one here has a question about a, uh, 30 year old deck. It looks like, Hey, Steve, are you with us? What do you got going yeah, on? I sure am. Hey, Rich. Hey, thanks hey, I've for got calling. a 30 uh, year old deck on the back of my house. It's about 25 by 13, roughly, uh, cedar, uh, flooring, um, cedar post and railing, 
the framing is salted joist, and the header boards are uh, pressure treated, two by twelves, and <clears throat> the cedar's pretty well shot. The decking, the flooring uh, itself, and the railings uh, all need to be replaced. And look at a couple things. One, I'm I'm pretty hand. I did not build the original deck, but I've got a fair amount of experience. I'm pretty handy. Used to you know, own rental property, et cetera. Okay. Uh, so I'm, pr- I think I'm capable of doing the job. Um, but I know there's probably been some changes perhaps in the codes over the last 25, 30 years on, on them. Yes. I also have, uh, it looks like, um, I've had some substance issues around the outside of the house where I think the, the backfilling wasn't done real well. Um, you know, where ground is settled, and it looks like perhaps the one of the posts closest to the house that's about 12 inches from the house is settled. I'll probably need to either put a longer post in there. But I just want to kind of get some general guidelines to get me started. I'll probably be doing more research and pulling the codes myself. But any, And I'm also kind of trying to debate on materials, whether I don't want cedar again. That's a disaster. But I'm between pressure treated and some sort of composite or PVC, I'm really kind of on the fence there. I know the cost is significantly different for them. But sure. Sure, yeah. Any thoughts? Uh, you could get me started there? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, definitely the first thing I would say is 25 to 30 years, that frame is definitely – it could be in very good condition, and, and a lot of it could be reusable because that pressure treated can can last even longer than that over time. But I guarantee you, how they they bolted it. Um, there's so many things that are in the code now that that frame is definitely going to need a 75 percent rebuild for really? a couple of reasons. Um, you know, how it bolts to the house, there's newer things where it actually goes through and bolts to the actual floor joist inside the house in some areas to really secure it. it that really helps the decks not fall over. Bolted as, an, as a nut and bolt versus the leg, bolt, leg screws that are probably there now? Correct. And, okay. and so it goes all the way through and it attaches to the outside band board and it attaches to a floor joist in the house, not just the band board of the house but a floor joist, and then you can tighten mm. that, and it okay. pulls it and holds it all together. Um, and then, you know, another thing you're going to have is you definitely got to check the spacing. When you go to the newer boards, your your widest spacing is going to be 16 inches on center. Sometimes they might be, you know, 19 inches or it might be 24 inches on a deck with cedar, um, and if you want to put your boards at an angle, you're going to want to be 12 inches on center. So you got to kind of figure out how you're doing that floor to make sure that you're there. And then the other issue that we always come out against is those boards, um, they're much thinner than the cedar. So the cedar will yeah. span not just distance, but up and down. Waviness will show up less than a thin composite or PVC board. So you really have to check that frame for how they're crowned and, and how off one board is from another from the floor joist because you can get a very wavy floor 
with the newer composites, and, and you could be like, man, my cedar deck did not wave that bad, and now this one does. So there's a lot of rebuilding into that. So okay. with that age, you may just be at the spot where, depending on how much of that you got to do, once you're 75% the way there, you may just rebuild the whole frame. Just tear the whole thing down and yep. redo it. And, and, yeah. and the next thing I'd really check is the piers. You know, did they get the piers big enough, deep enough? Why is that one sinking? You may end up having to redo some piers, too, if you dig down next to one and find out how far they go. And the inspectors are going to want to know that on the existing piers, you know, for I, that. So. I do have the original set of blueprints that the guy okay. submitted for uh, for approval, so I can go back and refer to some of that. Yeah, no, that's good, because if it was approved and you have that, then it should show, you know, a good 10 or 12-inch pier that goes down at least 30 inches and bells out at the bottom, then you should be good, you know, with that pier size. But, yeah, I think you're pretty much pretty close to there on the rebuild of that frame for sure you know does that help okay. it does a lot yeah what about is there uh is there any kind of uh flashing or anything between that uh band board and the house that needs to be done now because he has it just right up against the siding yes i'll tell you what um steve do, do you have a few more minutes can sure. would you mind holding through the break yeah. And when okay. we come back from this break, we'll touch that flashing and how that's done is a super important detail to the life expectancy of of this new deck and in the new frame. So okay. yeah, we'll get we'll get right we'll get you right back on when we return after this. Do you have questions about your home? Call us at 314-241-9797 or 866-455-9797. All right, here we go. Last segment, running short on time here. This always goes so, so fast, but I'm having a great time with my buddy here, Kevin Marler. And we have Steve on the line still. We were going to talk a little bit yes, more sir. about this deck and this deck flashing. So, you know, so Steve, yeah, the flashing on the deck is very important. And if you rebuild that frame, you have the opportunity to get that flashed in a way that's like a hundred percent fail safe. It's gonna, it's gonna work and last and and not rot out the house and the deck all at the same time. Yes. Because and and when we build a deck here at Mosby, we will take off the siding, and we'll change that flashing or we'll make sure it has flashing or we'll add that flashing in there. And that flashing needs to go up the wall behind the siding. Um, if, when you put on a house wrap, you want the house wrap to go over top of that flashing. So any water from above then actually is controlled by the flashing. But what what's the best thing to do is there's a couple things, steps here that you could do when you put that band board of the new deck frame against the house. What you do is you put on like a roofing ice and water shield first where that's going to go. And that's going to be three feet wide and you're going to have like a 10 inch board, 10 or 12 inches. So you bring it up the wall a foot, down the wall a foot, and then a foot in the middle. And that's a big rubber back sticky. You know, if you screw through it, nail through it, bolt through it. The gooey stuff on that will kind of get around those nails and screws and bolts and stuff. 
and then you can put that band board on the wall. And if you're really so inclined, you can use these spacers that will actually hold that board off that wall just like about a half inch. And you put that where all the bolts are, and it can literally hover that okay. thing just a little bit off the wall. And uh, what happens is if any water gets behind that flashing, sure. yeah, it runs right down that ice and water shield. It doesn't rot out the board of the the deck it doesn't ride out the board of the house it goes underneath and controls and goes where you want it and so if you have you know you can extend it over your foundation if it's at the foundation if there's wood below it like a walkout basement and you got you know tyvek house wrap and siding down there you put that ice and water shield on top of that house wrap so on you know, under the deck, it's on top of the house wrap to guide the water where we need it. Above the deck, it's behind the house wrap to guide the water where we need it. You do your deck flashing, everything, put the deck together, and you're at 100% protected. Nothing's going to happen to any of this once that system's done. So are you using the ice and water shield in lieu of, like, a metal flashing or? Nope, I'm, I would use conjunction both with it conjunction okay. with it so you do the ice and water shield build everything then you still do that flashing you put the flashing over it over yep. it all okay yep all right well that gives me good is there a name brand or something for that water shield uh no there's all the roofing companies have it we use okay. gaf's line um but you know certain teed every roofing manufacturer is going to have an ice and water shield that they make and it okay. won't matter which one they're all they're all good you know, the only advantage to using a certain brand is when you're doing a roof. If you use all of their products, then you get a great warranty. Here, you just need the material. So, great. hey, Steve, okay. awesome, awesome question. Thank you very much. You know, you're very welcome. And, Steve, you are on the right track with everything that you're doing. Um, and, you know, keep up the good work, even if you're going to do something yourself. Even, you know, get some advice. Talk to some people, you know. Kevin, again, I appreciate you being here, and, and that's what we do on a daily basis. Give that advice, you know, and just do the right thing, and you'll you'll have a good time at it. Absolutely. Um, I'd just like to say thanks so much for having me on today. It's been a, been a blast being with you. Yeah. And uh, any of our listeners that are out there, if you're looking for a great company to come to work for, um, Mosby, we'd love to talk with you. Yes, absolutely. And that brings up a super good point because we are hiring Basically, if it's in residential design or construction, we are hiring. If you're a plumber, an electrician, a laborer, if you're a drafts person, a designer, an architect, we are looking for absolutely everything out there. And, and you know, I've been here 20 years now, pretty close to 20 years. Um, this fall will be 20 years, and it's a great place to be. I, I, everybody come check us out get a great job be with a great company and hey stay tuned for next week because i will have another consultant with me again norm bennett we're going to talk about some accessible design some accessible bathrooms and things like that so two heads are still going to be better than one again so join us next week have a good week everybody get more at 971talk.com this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.